We are honored to be talking with Bill Hager, who's been at In Production. How long, Bill? Well, I started with TMB before it became part of In Production in 1988. Okay, we're talking a long time. Let's just say a long time. And Bill has podcasts with us before. And by the way, Bill, I'll tell you, your podcast is the most listened to podcast in the in-production podcast world. So good for you. But Bill is going to be stepping down from his day-to-day responsibilities and retiring this year. We're not even sure when, and I have a feeling you'll be hanging around all the time. But we wanted to take a few minutes to sort of talk with you about where the industry's gone, where it's going, where it came from, et cetera. So how did you get to TMB originally? Prior to TMB, I had uh, been in the school furniture sales. In that period of time of 12 years, I sold a lot of grandstands and indoor bleachers, outdoor bleachers, auditorium seating, and was very, uh, very, very aware of uh, the seating business, fixed seating, not knowing anything about the uh, rental business. And I won't go into detail, but answer to a prayer, I was led to uh, Tom Ellis, in 1988, and he needed someone with some skills, and he he had what I needed, and uh, we teamed up, and it was like a, a marriage in heaven as far as work and uh, relationship. So in 1988, when you started, what was the biggest event you can remember from that year? It took me probably 90 days or so, and I started in August to even learn what, what was going on with the rental business. I'd watched the Masters Golf Tournament on television, but never thought about there being bleachers or temporary bleachers. <laughs> exactly. My first big job was I uh, rented uh, a stadium in Atlanta for the AT&T Challenge Tennis Tournament. Wow. It was a good size event. And uh, just- Wait, what, in, what, in what town? Dallas? It was in Atlanta. Atlanta. So that would have been, was that, who would have been playing then? Was that, who was playing? Andre Agassi was playing. Uh-huh. Agassi, yeah, of course, right? Wow. Um, I met him. I met him there during construction. Whatever happened to him? Yeah. Uh, you know, most of them go into commentating, and I, I don't remember him doing that. But so that was the big event that year. What's the biggest industry change you've seen over these past four decades, what's the biggest changes that you've seen in terms of events? Not necessarily what we do for them. Who cares about that? The biggest change has been the addition of hospitality. And that's wow. what we do. But it, when I first started, there were uh, not that many tournaments doing large hospitality venues. They were doing some seating and some tents on the ground. But uh, it's evolved into now triple deckers. And it's astounding to me what's happened. Wow, that's such a great answer. It's funny because I remember going to the U.S. Open in the 80s, and they had hospitality booths then, but those were physical booths in very large arenas that were sold to corporations even back then. But really, you're right. Other than that, there really wasn't a lot of hospitality out there. I love that answer. There was hospitality, but it was not on course like it is today. That's what amazes me. Um, Bill, um, what's the job that got away that you were dying to have that you wish could have been in your portfolio all these years? Christine, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, took, it took us a long time. We worked seven years on 
the tournament in Dallas for Byron Nelson. And uh, finally, uh, the stars aligned, the right people got into position, and we were able to get in there. But that one took seven years. That was a hard one. I've just been blessed. I've done Ryder Cups, uh, Pebble Beach. I was started with Danny at uh, Waste Management. I went with him on the first call out there, sales call. I would like to have done an F1 race. Uh, oh, that's, probably, oh. that's probably the one I missed, the one in uh, Austin that I missed. And I've done right many auto races, uh, NASCAR, IndyCar. We did the first IndyCar race at Walt Disney World. and That was 60,000 bleacher seats. It was, oh my a, God. Was, a, was the biggest <laughs> thing that we'd ever done at that time. Yeah. What's the biggest thing we've done now? Uh, waste management is the biggest job we do now. And how many seats is that? Ooh, it's number of seats are not that many. It's the hospitality at uh, 16 okay. and all the other 18, 17. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, um, Bill, do you have a favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard that one before. That's a great answer. I love Forrest Gump. What about him moves you? Uh, it's it's just, I think it's Hanks's the way he portrays and picks up little idiosyncrasies of the characters. Also, Dustin Hoffman, I just watched Rain Man again the other night, and his ability to take on the character that he's played. I thought Forrest Gump, it had some classic lines in it, and uh, the one about, you know, life's like a box of chocolates. Uh, yeah. I just thought it was, I like good, clean, wholesome movies. I'm not into the Markel stuff or the Marvel. I'm a Christian, a strong Christian. I don't like profanity in movies. Uh, the sex, just, I, I like, that's why, I think that's why I like a movie like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's a great movie. Actually, Forrest Gump has many lessons in it. And you're right, they're gently given, which is maybe what's a good thing about Forrest Gump. Okay, Bill, everybody wants to know who hasn't been on site with you. Do you play golf? Because you sure do a lot of golfing. I can play. I spent the week at Pinehurst uh, this past <laughs> year with some friends, buddies of mine. And uh, I was amazed that I did as well as I did. One of my uh, goals now is to shoot my age. I'll be 82 uh, in February. And uh, hopefully by 85, I will have shot my age. Okay. Well, you know what? There's, that's a goal that can take a little time to get done, but you go for it. Absolutely. What's the best thing about this job? I've had been blessed with working with great people, uh, the Ellis family and the cast of characters that have been there. But if I had to put my finger on any one thing, it would be the customers and the professionalism within the industry the quality of the people we deal with, it can't be compared to a lot of other things. I've dealt with a lot of people in the past, but dealing with young guys coming into the industry has been a favorite thing I've done. Seeing them grow. I remember guys like Taylor Ives that works with the, what was the shark shootout down in uh, Naples. He was an intern. Now he's a tournament director. And watch those kids grow up and turn into men and fathers. It's probably been the most rewarding part of it all to me. You know, it speaks to the industry that so many, I mean, I hear this all the time about, oh, yeah, I interned at the PGA 
20 years ago. And that's, you know, I don't think there are so many industries where people, once they get a taste of it, they're never going to let it go and they're going to do it for the rest of their life. And it's, it seems to be that's one of them, you know? I think so. A lot of people just don't get out of this industry. They stay in it in some regard. Exactly. Exactly. So um, you have got to have had a mentor or two that really taught you something that became part of the core value of how you do business. And you do business with a great core value. I mean, everybody speaks to if Bill says it's going to get done, it'll get done. It'll get done that way. Bill, who mentored you? What person mentored you? And what thing did they give you that you would love to pass to someone else? Well, the main thing that I've tried to convey to the younger guys that worked with me, uh, mostly at TMB, was to build trust. If they don't trust you, you're not going to work with them very long. And if you're going to build trust, you got to do what you say you're going to do. You got to follow up and make sure it gets done. And I learned that in the school furniture business. Uh, the fellow that I was working for when I went to work there, he taught me a few lessons and that trust thing, because we were in a bidding situation there all the time. It was bidding against four or five other companies. And uh, to get that business, you had to really build trust. So that's my key thing is, is trust. If they trust you, they'll do business with you. The other thing is I learned earlier on that you have to ask for the order in sales. <laughs> this was not working with a company. We were working with the JCs, and I was on a committee to get a fellow elected to the state presidency of the JCs here in Virginia. And uh, I went to one of the uh, chapters, and uh, it was my responsibility to uh, sell this fellow to them. And uh, when it was all over, he won. And I had represented him in about five different uh, caucuses, but one voted against us. And I was probably 23 years old. And I went back after it was over and I asked the fellow, the president of that chapter, I said, tell me why we lost, why, why you didn't vote for us. And he said, well, it's pretty easy, Bill. He said, you did a great job on your presentation, but you never asked us to vote for your man. And the other guy did. So we voted for him. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny because I am well into business myself. I started my company in 93. We do marketing. And I just learned the last couple of years, you have to do the ask. I never did it. I felt like it was not that it was beneath me as much as it was, well, I shouldn't have to do the ask. Either you want what I do or you don't now that you know it, but you're right. You just sometimes have to say, okay, how do we make this happen? You know? So good for you. That's a great lesson for us all. Bill, you're going to be greatly missed in the industry for sure, but we know you'll be in touch and we know that you may come back a time or two and do a thing or, or not, but what does the future hold for you? What are you going to be working on over the coming year? Well, my wife wants to downsize the house. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we've been married 59 years and we've accumulated a lot of stuff and, uh, Got too big a house for two people to rumble around in. So uh, she wants to downsize. Uh, I'll be 82 next month, and it's it's time to do it. If something happens to either one of us. We don't want to leave the mess for the kids. So that's that's the main goal for the next 90 days is to get my basement cleaned up, where I've got a lot of <laughs> 
Okay, well, we, <laughs> we want pictures, and maybe you should set up a little seating in there. We'll all come watch. <laughs> I've got I've got a few sample chairs laying around from <laughs> in the past. Okay, well, we're wishing you well, Bill. Thanks for taking this time with us today. Thank you for having me. And you, you guys have done a great job for in production, uh, getting the name out there and the website. It's it's very impressive. Oh, thanks so much. I got one other quick little story I want for you guys. One night I was making a presentation on auditorium seats to a school board out in the country. And uh, the chairman of the school board was an older black gentleman, and he was the county doctor. And uh, there were four of us making presentations. We called them dog and pony shows. And they gave us five minute sheets to talk about our auditorium seat and why they should buy it. So I did my presentation and they said it's, that was, I thanked them and what have you and went outside. And they called me back in after about 30 minutes and said, uh, Mr. Tigger, you've been awarded the chair sale. We're going to purchase from you. And I said, great, I appreciate it. I got the best product. And they said, yes, we do believe you have the best product. And we think we also got the best representative that'll back things up. Because we checked you out a little bit, and you are a guy who takes care of details. And the old doctor stood up and he said, Mr. Hager, he called Mr. Hagers, Mr. Hagers, I voted for you because you are a man of detail. You're the only one whose shoes were shined in the presentations. And he said, that's why I voted for you. Didn't have anything to do with the chair. He wanted to make sure it was going to get done. And he said, talked about the details. That's an amazing story, Bill. And you're right. It's about the details. So, so true. Yeah, really good. Well, God bless you, Bill Hager. Thanks. Thanks. 